Hello again, everyone. Thanks for checking out LJN Radio. I'm Tim Numa, and this is another edition of Marcus Center Features, where we speak with individuals who are performing in the Live at Peck Pavilion series. Again, that's at the Marcus Center in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Now, today's guest is Chief Warrant Officer Brad Anderson. He comes to us from the 132nd Army Band, and he's going to tell us a little bit about how bands have played a vital role in the military throughout the U.S. history, and he's also going to give us a little insight into what you can expect from the various types of ensembles the 132nd has to offer. Brad, thank you very much for joining LGN Radio. My pleasure. Now, for those who have never heard of it or maybe ever heard of any type of Army band specifically, how would you describe the 132nd Army Band to their listeners? Well, we are unit of the Wisconsin Army National Guard or traditional uh, National Guard soldiers. So we're um, civilians and soldiers get together one weekend a month and two weeks in the summer to perform our mission as military musicians. Well, that is interesting. So it's only kind of like a, a part-time gig. I mean, how do you make sure that everybody's sort of in tune with everybody and making sure that you can perform at these uh, different concerts? Well, that's uh, part of the audition process is making sure that we have quality musicians that can get together only once a month and put together a good product to represent the state. So yeah, we'll have anyone from very talented high school musicians to uh professionally trained college musicians that are members of the band. So we have to make sure that uh, we have uh, quality people entering the unit at all times. Now, you said that it is both uh, soldiers and civilians. Is that how it's always been? Is that kind of been a transition over the years? I mean, do you know the history behind that at all? All National Guard members are soldiers and civilians, uh, civilians uh, in their regular life, and then they put on that uniform. Gotcha. Okay. So everyone that's a member of the band is a soldier. And and that's what I was curious about. I thought that was the case, but I don't know. Sometimes things change. How about for yourself? Can you give the listeners a quick glimpse into your role with the 132nd Army Band and as a soldier yourself? Well, as a a member of the band, I'm uh, the commander, uh, the leader of the band and conductor of the main ensemble, the the concert band. But my history with the band, I've been uh, with the group since 1994. Before that, I was active duty for five years. So I have quite a history with the group. But uh, the role of commander, uh, that's not just conducting the band. Uh, There's also administrative duties that go with that. And we also have other conductors within the band. We have uh, many ensembles, so they they also take a role in leading the group in different ways. Now, I was always curious about the history of Army bands in general. I don't know how much you know about the origins or the purpose behind it, because I think for a lot of people, you hear Army, you don't necessarily think about having a band associated with that. So do you know what kind of the history is behind that or what the purpose you feel is for army bands? Oh, it's a really interesting history. As long as there have been armies or a military anywhere throughout the world, it seems that there's always been that musical component that goes with it. And if you think of the purpose of music, it's to inspire people. And really, that's always been the role of a military band is to uh, inspire soldiers and inspire uh, the public. That's still the role with military bands to this day. Our job is as old as military, the history of military. Well, I think it's interesting because you see, you know, historical kind of documentary type uh, shows and you see the the drummer out in front, you know, leading the way. Is that something that would still happen today as far as bands being in an active conflict area or is it a little bit different now? It's a little bit different. Back in the day, they would put the musicians out front and 
a lot of the instruments would actually point back towards the soldiers. Hmm. And when the band quit playing, they knew that something was happening. So that was uh, the cue that the battle was about to begin. Now, for uh, as far as the ceremonial aspect today, that's still the, the case. The band would be out in front sure. leading the soldiers. But of course, in battle, that's all changed. Yeah, I wasn't expecting any of you guys to be out front necessarily, but just, uh, you know, it is fascinating to think that even they were there, you know, as you mentioned, uh, right in the thick of the battle, so to speak. As far as the 132nd Army Band, uh, what's the history there? Is there anything that stands out as far as something that's unique or different or something maybe you've noticed or or you look back on and take pride in? Well, we take a lot of pride as uh, being a descendant of the 32nd uh, Red Arrow Division, which originally was a... uh, cooperation between Michigan and Wisconsin. Okay. And at, at one time, there was the 32nd Division Band. They were actually part of the division. And as a descendant of that, we are the 132nd Band. We're no longer attached to uh, the infantry, but of course, still part of the Wisconsin Army National Guard. Now, from what I saw, uh, the 132nd has a number of different ensembles and types of music that you'll actually play. Do you have a favorite as far as, you know, maybe it's an event or maybe it is the type of music that you'll go out and play? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, (laughs) You're right. We do have a lot of ensembles, but what makes it so great is it's such a a diverse group of uh, musicians. I can't say that I have a favorite, but each ensemble has its place. Uh, For instance, if we're doing a concert in the park, for instance, we were in lacrosse and played for like 2,000 people. And that, the large concert band is just a, a great ensemble for that type of venue. Got a jazz ensemble. And if we're playing for a bunch of students or playing at a jazz clinic where, you know, uh, all these young people are getting excited about jazz music, you know, then that's my favorite of the day. So <laughs> to answer your question, no, there is no favorite, but the diversity, I think that's my favorite aspect of this unit is it's so diverse in the music that we play. Yeah, I have to admit, I was surprised because I think most people just think of that ceremonial band that's out in front of a parade, say something like that. But I noticed you have country, you have some rock stuff going on. Uh, is that something that you feel has just developed over time uh, that, hey, people want this, so we should kind of give them what they want? Or what, what's the thinking behind having the different ensembles like this? You know, the face of the uh, the National Guard is changing. You no longer have people that are enlisting that are listening to the classics or listening to maybe jazz ensembles. Mm-hmm. They want to hear popular music. So uh, we change as the population of the Army National Guard is changing. So that's why we have these popular ensembles, which they've done an outstanding job in uh, playing uh, everything, all the hits <laughs> and popular music of today. I think that's cool. As much as obviously there's so much tradition when it comes to the military as a whole and obviously the bands as well. Has there been any pushback from maybe some of the the veteran uh, people who have been in the bands and been in the military at all? Absolutely not. They love the change and they love the challenge. So I I think the more you can challenge musicians and people that love music, uh, the better off you're going to be. They're going to try to meet that standard. Now, you did mention, obviously, you do uh, put on concerts, and one of those that you're a part of is the Marcus Center, uh, having their Peck Pavilion performances live at Peck Pavilion. What can people expect from that type of concert that you'll put on? You're going to hear two ensembles from the, from the unit, and one is the concert band, and the other one is the jazz ensemble. Concert band, our, hands down, our favorite thing to do is to honor the veterans, and uh, we'll begin our program honoring veterans by playing the service songs. And it's great because we always ask the veterans to stand to be recognized when their service song is played. It's just a favorite of the of the groups and the audience. They love it. Sure. And then you're going to hear uh, some soloists within the band. You're going to hear some concert band arrangements. 
that are actually jazz ensemble pieces. It's a great mix, a good program uh, this year. We had a lot of success this summer playing that. And we're going to use some of those songs for this concert. And then following that is the jazz ensemble. That's led by Sergeant Kurt Scheip. He's a Fond du Lac native, and uh, he's done an outstanding job in getting that uh, ensemble to a professional level. So it will be a good show. Now, I wanted to take it back. You mentioned the idea of uh, you know honoring the veterans, and uh, earlier on in the show, you talked about the role of music. Is that something that is always going to be a big focus as far as being able to bring that together, maybe bring out the emotion of honoring those people, including you know ones like yourself who have helped fight for the country? Absolutely. I feel like, personally, as a, the leader of, of the band, I can't do enough to, to honor our veterans or our soldiers that are still serving. That That is our role. We support them. And as part of that support, there is no ceiling to what we can do. We always do everything we can to support them. And what other type of events might the 132nd uh, Army Band play at? Uh, you know, obviously people think of the parades and you mentioned the concerts. Are there any other types of military events or, or things to that, kind of in that area that you have played in or that your group could play in? Sure. good example would be the inauguration. We, uh, we play at all the inaugurations in Wisconsin. Okay. If there is a change of command ceremony uh, happening uh, within the states, we are going to be there to provide that ceremonial aspect. Pass and review is another traditional event that happens within the military, and we'll play that. That's when you're out on the parade field and you've got you know, thousands of soldiers out there and the band mm-hmm. leads the way. There's something called a dining out where a unit will have a formal dining event, and we'll support that also. Okay. The list is long of things that uh, we support. Now, I imagine that you have to have tons of requests. Is there some sort of way you can prioritize that or make sure that you are filling as many of the needs and wants, especially if you're talking about things that are related to the military or to soldiers themselves? Yeah, that's uh, the priority goes to the soldiers. If there's something uh, within our ranks that needs uh, to be supported, that goes on the top of the list. But you're right, we do get a lot of requests, especially for civilian support, all the communities in, in Wisconsin that have their events going on. And we sit down as a group and, and try to find out how we can reach the most people. That really guides our, our decision. And of course, we work with our public affairs office to try to find uh, events that meet their intent in uh, serving the people of Wisconsin. Now, I know you said it was really difficult to try to pick out any of the specific type of music that would be your favorite, but I got to imagine there's been an event or two that have really stood out to you. Maybe they touched you for some reason. Maybe it was memorable for some reason. Can you give us one or two of those instances where it really just, you look back on it very fondly? Yeah. You know, over the last two decades almost, there's been so many deployments and redeployments. And I think you could ask anybody in any Army band uh, what the most memorable events were, and it would probably be those. Just because it's so heart-wrenching to see soldiers saying goodbye to their families, and it brings out the same level of emotion when they come back. And to be a part of that is really an honor. And uh, we understand the importance of supporting those events, too. Yep, I would have to say the deployments and the redeployments for sure. Sure. No, I think that makes a, a lot of sense. And as you said, just the uh, the mo- emotion that goes into it for those soldiers that are defending our country. And of course, we all appreciate that here. And I, I can't thank you enough. And as well as all the, hopefully the service men and women that are listening to this show as well. Brad, I appreciate you coming on, giving us some insight into the band. If you were going to leave the listeners with anything about the 132nd Army Band, what would you like to tell the listeners before we go? I think I'd like to highlight just how unique the National Guard is as a whole. 
as you're walking down the street, uh, you see civilians, and chances are somebody is supporting the National Guard professional manner one week in a month, two weeks in the summer. This weekend is going to be an opportunity to see some of those civilians in uniform serving the state, the civilian population. So uh, just like people to think about uh, the National Guard and uh, how unique it is. Well, Brad, I do appreciate it and uh, also your time for coming on and sharing with us. So thanks once again. All right. Thank you. That will do it for us here on LJN Radio. Again, my guest, Chief Warrant Officer Brad Anderson from the 132nd Army Band, telling us a little bit about what they do and who's all involved. And we appreciate him taking the time today. If you want to give us some feedback on this or any of our shows, send us an email, ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com. You can find us on Twitter at the LJN, and you can locate all of our shows on iTunes. Just search LJN Radio in the iTunes store. Thank you once again for listening. I'm Tim Muma. Take care, everybody.